You're listening to Thinkers What Works podcast. I'm your host, Jason Todd. And today, my guest is Linnea Bengston. She's the international business developer at the city of Lichipping in Sweden. Linnea, welcome to the What Works podcast. So international business developer from Sweden. What is, what is an international business developer? What is it that you do? That's a good question. I ask myself every day. What is it that I do? <laughs> so do I. <laughs> yes. Uh, actually, what I'm doing is actually a worldly unique position. Uh, I got here in 2008 and then got appointed in 2011 uh, doing this. And what I do is that I alternate my time between my hometown, Lidköping in Sweden, and my second hometown, Rockford, Illinois, and try to establish a network. So when companies from my area in Sweden want to come here, hopefully I can help them open the door to the right person, the right company, uh, and then also be the gateway person to Sweden for Rockfordian companies that want to consider going global to, uh, to Sweden. So when did this partnership start? So Rockford and Lidköping signed a industrial partnership agreement in 2006. And then I came as a trainee uh, 11 years ago in uh, 2008. So and you were training for, was this a new, a newly established position? So you yes. Were, so what were you training for? So I was the person who was going to market this partnership because it was pretty much just a document at that point. So they sent me here for eight months and I was stationed at the Rockford Area Economic Development Council. And really just to talk about Sweden and my area and explain what kind of businesses we have and then establish a network. And then I went back home and then later on the mayor of my city appointed me to be here full time. Okay, so you, the the two communities established the partnership. It was a theory. Yes. Okay. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Absolutely. And so yeah. then they sent you to to establish the kind of the, the practical principles of what you, what you were actually going to do. Right. And, uh, as these two communities came together. Yes. So you're looking for opportunities for Swedish companies to do business here with Rockfordian companies or yes. companies in the states, and then Rockford is. When, when an organization wants to do business with a company in Sweden, let's say, they would go to you and yes. you would do then what? So then I will have to facilitate an introduction. So I have an office at Rockford City Hall, so it's very easy for them just to come there, you know, or meet for coffee somewhere. And then based on, we have a document that we call the Global Partner Search document. So then I help them fill that out and then I send it back to my network back home and then hopefully we can find a match. Oh, wow. Yeah. And this is for... Uh, this is for the flow of goods and services uh, you know, anything, across? Anything. It could be within the educational system. It can be hydraulics. It could be yeah, services as well. So every day for me is very different, but it's a matter of knowing the right people and understanding uh, what it takes to be successful on the market. So I help a lot with the culture and the language a little bit, uh, but it's not sector uh, focused at all. Okay. So it's just, it's open. You're, it's very you're, open. You're this gatekeeper of yes. of the stream of information. Yes. Okay. So you came here in 2006 uh, to put some legs underneath this. Uh, yeah, 2008 I came and then, uh, yeah. yeah, and then uh, I guess I'm still here 11 years later. <laughs> so I like it here very much. Was that much. the plan to stay Not at all. It, it was no. supposed to be eight months and then go back and finish my degrees, and which I did, but then I've been here full-time since 2011. And is that because it's going well or is that just you just That's like That's a good Rockford? question. Well, I think both. I think both. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so the, the types of things that, ha that have been done through this partnership, maybe give us an example of something that's been achieved through the partnership. Sure. So we have had some joint ventures. Uh, for example, there's a leading edge hydraulics, a hydraulics company here in Rockford. They partner with a hydraulics company in my county. And then uh, the company here has added new employees due to increased sales. And for the Swedish company, they get more market share uh, thanks to the partnership they have here. Oh, interesting. So that's kind of the formula that we really want to happen. And th those two companies would not have met unless this partnership was in place. Uh, we've been 
been very successful in the educational field. Uh, we work closely with Swedish American Health System. Uh, we've been able to send, I believe it's about 60 Swedish uh, construction students here, build three homes together with East High School. And now we do the same with the nursing program. So the vocational program in my seat has been very beneficial of this, to be able to recruit new students and increase the popularity. Uh, it's been a win-win. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm assuming, I'm thinking particularly of students, but I think it's uh, is applicable for you know older adults as well. Uh, many people have a, maybe a low, um, kind of a, a, a low amount of knowledge or limited amount of knowledge of different cultures. Right. And you kind of just assume, I mean, we all do it. We just kind of assume that my culture is the only culture, sure. even though we know it's not. Sure. Right. Do you, do you find that there are cultural, is there, is there, is there cultural growth then? So if you're sending a bunch of students here and they're building homes, which is a task many, many, uh, you know, people in the States can't figure out how to do, right? And wouldn't do. You're taking now somebody out of a, out of their own culture, putting them into a new culture, and then saying, accomplish these tasks. What what kind of what kind of growth do you see in those people? So much. I mean, so much. It's been, uh, first of all, we have the metric system, and you don't. So oh. talk about a very <laughs> right, well, <laughs> practical math lesson for, you know, three weeks. That's, Arguably, that's, we shouldn't have. Right. We shouldn't have. All right, yeah, we so should that, have the metric system, one. too. But then, uh, actually, uh, one of the teachers that came the first time, he asked, where's the rest of your wall? Because it gets very cold here, right? And he was surprised with how thin the walls were, how little insulation. Oh. So we really been having a... Uh, interesting culture way of just working together. And the third home we built is called the Swedish Standard House. So it's not a passive house. It still has a, a heating resource, but has no basement and has uh, floor heat uh, and much more insulation in the roof and in, in the walls. So there has really been a give and take on how to be more energy efficient, but still has to live up to the American standards. It has been amazing just to follow. So the Swedish students obviously get to question their own methods and then also learn other methods. And mm -hmm. hopefully the American students have the same opportunity to do that. So it's been it's been an interesting because it's not right or wrong necessarily. It's just right. different ways, right? Yeah. So that has been very uh, exciting. For example, you open the doors into the house, like you know, you have Bruce Willis coming to knock. You know, right. <laughs> we don't have Bruce Willis, so we open our doors the other way. Just stuff like that. You know, things like that. It's been so fun just to watch. Yeah. And I'm not a construction worker myself, but it's been fun just to kind of observe and be part of putting it together. That those details we need to be aware of. So that's a culture yeah. difference in in practical ways. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so from the from the commercial end of things. Uh, do you find that there's, do you find that that like that, that hydraulic company, they wanted to achieve a certain goal, or did they just come to you and and say, you know, here's here's where we're at. What what do you think? And do you put the, together the idea of connecting people, or what was what was what was the kind of the the impetus behind that connection? So I mostly just give them the name, okay. and then they should do what they want to do. I mm -hmm. don't interfere or really give much. I give them some, maybe some advice on the cultural side, but they know their business, right? Mm -hmm. So in in this case, actually, they met with another company first, and then that didn't really work out. So then this just kind of became an opportunity later on so um and it's not necessarily export or import we really like to get like a dual joint venture kind of mm -hmm. type so it's win-win um but it could be um finding a distributor it could be finding just a um intel someone who can tell you how it works here that's mostly what i work with too and the rockford community is just amazing to to help give that intel when I have Swedish visitors to mm -hmm. come here. And then if it comes down to um, really about export-import, I usually refer them to Business Sweden, Swedish American Chamber of Commerce, and other organizations to help with those documents. So you talk about this kind of cultural, I guess maybe a cultural 
transmission or a cultural translator, I guess, mm-hmm. in in a way, because we do things differently. Yes, we say things that we don't necessarily mean right. in the way they're said, <laughs> right? And I'm sure you you do as well. What are what are some of the things that companies have have struggled with that then you've been able to? Uh, you know, maybe I, I don't know, smooth yeah, over or yeah. fix. For no, I, I could probably write a book about this. It's so, <laughs> <I bet. laughs> and it's the fun part of my job too. So Swedes are very. Uh, uh, we don't. We're not allowed to brag. We're very much on the same level, so you can't really oh. be too proud of yourself. So I struggle a little bit with that too, because here I use the big words like successful, yeah, you know. But when I go back to Sweden, I have to tone it down because otherwise people can be like, "No, you're not that good." You know, it's we're kind of oh. yeah, not harsh, but we're we have this thing you're supposed to be just in the middle. So with companies that I bring over here, I always say you you have to know your pitch. You you know, I know it's hard for you, but you have to say you're the president, you're the CEO. This is where you're good at. As Supposed to, well, I don't really, you know, Swedes are very um, shy in that way, I guess. Uh, that's it. so in our culture. I struggle with it, you know, after 11 years, I think I'm confident. But like I said, when I go back, I have to tone it down. And for, <laughs> for Americans, you're always number one. Right. right. I mean, uh, right. We're and, trying to be number one. Well, you know, and that's, and I, I, I yeah. am impressed with the way you market yourself, but we don't. Right. So that's a big thing. If you're going to do business here, you have to scream louder, right, to be recognized. And uh, and I do think Americans too, you're very um, kind and welcoming. And I think sometimes Swedes take that as it's a done business deal where it's not, it's just politeness. That's where I'm kind of seeing too that. And yes, doesn't necessarily mean, yes, we're going to move forward. Right. Versus Swede would, you don't say yes unless you're really sure. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And then you have the uh, uh, work-life balance. So we have a lot of vacation time in Sweden. Yeah. You know, we don't usually... You have a totally different social... Yes, uh, we're very lucky. Social needs or, I don't know, right. respective social right. needs, I yeah. guess. So, and of course, business owners in Sweden work very hard too, and a lot of hours, obviously, but... Uh, the respect of, you know, if I'm on vacation, don't call me, don't answer emails and, e- you know, that's different from here, I find, too, that we're not as impressed necessarily if you're, oh, I was working all the week. Well, you know, that's not really good for you, right? <laughs> so that's the difference, too. And we like we have so many holidays and, and things like that. So that's uh, for, for example, a lot of Americans want to come during the summer to Sweden. I said, that's not a good time because we completely shut down, you know, not businesses, but you know what I mean, like city workers and uh, that type of thing. So really think about the calendar, uh, be respectful of that. And then um, those will be some of the biggest that I have seen that uh, that are very different. Do you find that that creates any friction in these relationships between U.S. companies? I mean, if we're always kind of drive, 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 which is, I mean, it's an American thing, but... Maybe not friction, but it has to be aware. So I had one company from Sweden. They were going to hire a person here and assume that this person here, the American, wanted the Swedish benefits, right? So that's the thing. Like, don't assume that. This salesperson want to have, you know, be probably on the road, get commission as opposed to they're not maybe be impressed with five weeks of vacation. So it's not, again, right or wrong. It's just be aware of what your way may not be the best way for the other person. And if you hire a Swedish person, he or she's going to demand certain Work-life balance benefits, right? right? Yeah. So just to be aware of that, I will say. So, I mean, this is kind of an interesting topic. So from the outside looking in, because um, every culture has every culture has positives and negatives, mm-hmm. right? So it's like every, every individual is good at something and bad at something all simultaneously, yep. <laughs> right? <laughs> so we, we have certain cultural tendencies. You have certain cultural tendencies. From the outside looking in, from, a, from an economic standpoint, what... What things do you think, and I know maybe this this might be putting on a spot a little bit because of 
maybe have to tread it lightly on this topic. I don't know. Um, but what, what things from an ec- from an economic development standpoint, do you think that like a city like Rockford or a community could learn that Sweden folks in Swedish do well, that could, that could lead us to maybe better work-life balance or better relationships or better economic development? Or mm-hmm. what do you see, you know, cause we, we naturally think we've got it all figured out, which we don't. Right. But what, what's your perspective? Yeah, no, that's a great question. Um, well, one of the things that we actually are doing, so fika is a very good Swedish word. It means coffee break. So you would do oh. that religiously twice per day, like at 9 a.m. and then around 2 p.m. So it's kind of like the British tea type exactly. of Exactly. Okay. And I usually go to my favorite um, wire cafe and then um, just have my coffee there, my fika break. So we usually when I go there, I say, well, it's time for my fika and I meet friends. And in Sweden, you're not allowed to talk work. When you do that, so you go down to the cafeteria with your coworkers. You don't sit at your desk with a big cup of coffee. You actually leave your desk. You go with your coworkers. You go to the cafeteria and you sit there for maybe twenty minutes and you talk. You know, bad weather, bad television, but you do not talk work. Did that develop, or uh, that has always been that way? It's as always been that way. Well, kind of. Yeah, we yeah. like our coffee, and but the fika is more of a modern word. But it, it's very, we are very um, uh, protective of it, and I yeah. feel like every time I get back from fika. I feel much more refreshed. So maybe even the problems that I was having, you know, with my computer or what is sitting there, it's now solved because you get the <laughs> right. distance and you get some laughs in. So that's something I think Rockford could, uh, and I think they're already doing it because we try to promote it all the time. And at yeah. Swiss Historical Society, where I'm co-president, we do FICA gatherings all the time. And just to have the concept, get together, talk to each other, and then on the way back, maybe you can talk work, but not in that moment. Yeah. So that's one thing. And then I do love all the downtown development here with foot traffic, because I was here before that happened. And I'm yeah. so glad I've been here to see see the market because I came as a Swede with no car, <laughs> nothing. So I was pretty much the only one wa- walking. It felt like now I'm not alone anymore. There are people on right. the streets. I love it because then you you run into people and it becomes more alive. And the Swedes like to just park and then just walk around. Yeah. And I love that Rockford economically have done that too because that will generate more economic benefits. You stop there, you make yeah. a purchase. Uh, it's safe. Uh, I, I love that. So I think Rockford is really doing that to that kind of that social aspect of yeah the brew house just get together and things like that i i like that because swedes are especially when the sun comes out yeah we go crazy we just sit outside all the time and uh really enjoy the weather yes so so it sounds like a slower pace than in some ways in some ways but you know swiss are so very productive i mean we yeah. produce well as a country yeah. right so it's not like we're just sitting sipping coffee every day right. and just kind of <laughs> siesta but uh <laughs> but i think we're very respectful of those times yeah. even in meetings like here you usually have coffee at the meeting no we do the business and then you go and have coffee and i find even in my work if people kind of hang at other workstations yeah. just to kind of take their break informal right yeah. we have it formal it's it's you're supposed to take the fika break for your mental, you know, yeah. but to produce better. And so, and somehow to respect, respect the space. So we've got this, maybe the space of commerce and the space of business, getting mm-hmm. stuff done. And then there's the space of relationships yes. where we're just people. Right. And maybe we could just be. And recharge, right? right. I mean, that's kind of the key. You produ- If I have a day with no meetings, I'm not going to be as productive as when I do have meetings because I have limited time. We yep. all know this. Otherwise, you kind of you just sit at your desk, right? Yeah. That's what I find with Americans a lot. You're kind of chained by your at your desk. Yeah. You know, I can leave before my boss. It's not going to matter. They probably don't think I even work at all because I'm right. in and out all the time, <laughs> right? But I still have to produce at the end of the day. Right. But when I do it. That's that's not as important as I find mm-hmm. here that you kind of have to put in your hours, which we are not impressed by at all in Sweden. Right. Deliver. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, my boss is on the other side of the world. 
right? But when I get on the plane, I need to have results. Yeah. But when I do it, that's up to me. Oh, nice. So I find that is a economic benefit because I actually I feel like I work more that way when I have that trust. Yes. So that's yeah, yeah. and you probably have better. You probably if you're taking that time to cultivate relationships apart from just getting stuff done, that probably gives you the space to think about more organic connections right. that are just made. It wasn't you know. You had the topic at hand during the meeting, but then it was the it was the post meeting coffee yeah. where oh oh I didn't know you did that too exactly. type of stuff yeah okay yeah interesting yeah so you so you've been here uh, for eleven years yeah um what's what's the what's the plan going forward I have no idea <laughs> <laughs> well I'm actually uh, moving back permanently in a few weeks to yeah. Sweden which has been a very tough decision but it, yeah. it's uh, it's time to do something else but it's very bittersweet I, I love it here and my friends and, and everything about it but it, it's time to do something else like I said it was supposed to be eight months um, and uh, <laughs> well you know eight, eight months turned to 11 years that's right pretty, so but it's uh, they actually are uh, probably going to replace me so I'm so yeah. happy that the work is going to continue yeah and because it, it's in, in good place right now. Now we can have someone who can come and just kind of harvest more result, I hope. So we have the network in place. Yep. Um, so we will see what happens. But uh, I think we used to tagline grow locally by working globally. Mm-hmm. And I do think Rockford and Lidshipping can really be uh, proud of that they because it's a gutsy partnership to begin with when you're a city employee and how do you measure results and expectations and well, things like that. Has, it has a tendency to be uh, maybe kind of seen as from from the outside when you don't know what the results are and what the purpose of it is sometimes it can kind of be seen as like oh well rockford just wants to connect you know like right. oh we got this sister city what exactly. does that even mean exactly and i have full respect for that but if you really and if since it's a partnership well maybe some years rockford gets more results and maybe we get more results it's a win yeah. right but it's i usually say to my companies back home unless you use me you're not going to get any results i mean yeah. i'm here to serve you so, but now more people are aware of that I exist. So, yeah. and the partnerships. So now, when they and we have the network in place. So, I'm I'm very proud of everything that has has happened, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm pleased that it's going to continue. What happens for me, I'm not sure. But what sure, I will figure that out <laughs> on the plane home, maybe. But uh, yes, I got eight hours. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. You mean you had eight months to figure out your eleven years? Right. Eight hours can right. certainly take it yeah. through a year or two. Yes. But I mean, the Rockford community. I am. I'm very. Um, proud of the Rockford community for, for you know, this is not Chicago. It's We are doing it here. So I'm very impressed. I will say that. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. a challenge. I mean, Rockford has its own challenges mm-hmm. culturally. Yeah. Um, like you, you talk about the, 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 you know, you're, you, you don't over promote yourself. Right. Right. I thought that was just my, maybe a lot of Rockford, you know, the Midwest Christian values thing, but it sounds like maybe the quantity of Swedish people who immigrated to this area could be maybe brought yeah. that with them too but they are so proud here this week and they should be but yeah. it's it's uh, <laughs> usually when I bring Swedish delegates they f- feel more Swedish here almost than in Sweden right. <laughs> yeah so I hope the, the Swedish community will uh, continue with that pride because that that has been a big door opener for me too a lot of the company mm-hmm. owners that I bring over here the people they meet with are by Swedish descent and they want to help them just because help their homeland which mm-hmm. is amazing yeah so I always say to Swedish visitors make sure you tell them you're from Sweden it's mm-hmm. a it's a door opener here. It is. Yeah. So, what would you tell? What would you say to um, companies in Rockford or around the region who who could who could be taking advantage of this this uh, pathway for communication, but aren't? What what? How would you educate them? What would you tell them if they're listening? Yeah. So, 
first of all, have a long-term thinking uh, about this to see results because it's hard to work over city borders. So imagine over a continent, right? You're not going to yeah. see results in the first years. So you have to have a long-term vision. Do your research. Use the resources that are out there. There are several uh, in this community and in Chicago with the chamber and use them and then um, maybe to study a little bit about Swiss just to kind of be aware of that um, and then go for it. Absolutely. I mean, Sweden and the United States, we are very close business partners. I believe mm-hmm. United States is our fourth largest export market. So it's not, a lot of people are doing it, but do your homework uh, and be, um, I will say use simple words. You know, it's, English is our second language, so don't keep it kind of uh, basic in that way because a lot of Swedes have not spoken English for a while. Uh, and um, go for it. Absolutely. Go for it. <laughs> but have a long-term vision. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. So if somebody wanted to take advantage of the uh, this this partnership that's set up, how would they, what would, what would be their first step? Who do they contact? Well, please contact me. Okay. Uh, I'm still here and I'm still working when I go back to Sweden too. So, and we can maybe add my contact information at the, Absolutely. A, as a link. So please just send me an email and we'll be happy to meet for coffee and we take it from there. What was that coffee thing you called? What was it? Fikia. Fikia? So first we talk at work and then we do Fikia, right? <laughs> okay, Fikia. <laughs> All right. That's awesome. Uh, well, Linnea, thanks for joining us on the What Works podcast. Uh, this is this is fascinating. These are the things that people don't know are happening. And and yet organizations are taking advantage of these mm-hmm. these things. And maybe most most interesting long term is that relationships are being developed all across the world. And we could all we could all stand to learn a bit from each other. Yes. Awesome. Well, thanks for being on the What Works podcast. Thank you so much. The What Works Podcast is a production of Thinker Ventures. Learn more at thinkerventures.com.